you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. Hey, it's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant. Still fully vaccinated, still dodging variants like Neo in the Matrix. Joined, as always, by producer Justin and the specialists on the other side of the glass. I think they had a Friendsgiving yesterday, uh, which makes me wonder if I'm their friend, because I don't think anybody told me about it. But but that's cool. Uh-huh. That's cool. <laughs> don't worry about me. I'll be all right. Uh, anyway, I'm also joined <laughs> It's all good. No, seriously, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm joined here to the left uh, by Michael F. Florio, who uh, I know you are trying to plan your Thanksgiving day around uh, your Bills playing in the evening. Oh, man, I didn't realize that because originally I was just going to stay home on Thanksgiving and watch football. But then I got invited uh, to, to Nicolette's families and, and we agreed. And then I realized the Bills play at 520 and I was like, all right, I could kind of swing it. And then they were like, <laughs> oh, we're going to do a late afternoon dinner. And now I am frantically trying to get out of getting home early. Because it's, it's suddenly a big game for the Bills. Yeah, absolutely, it is. I mean, they're they're kind of scuffling a little bit. They they're looking up at the Patriots, and uh, you know they got a, a they have to keep winning basically. Because 
uh, you know, the Patriots are, are playing some good football right now. So uh, we got plenty to talk about, though, today. Because uh, we're going to have a whole slate of games to go through. We know there are three Thanksgiving Day games. There's a whole bunch of games on Sunday. Uh, so we will dive into that. We'll also have some Thanksgiving-themed questions for Week 12. And uh, we're going to have some sleeper picks for you as well. So with all that in the rearview mirror now, let's look ahead and dive into some fantasy headlines for the day. Uh, the first one, coming out of New York. That loud cheer you heard was Giants fans rejoicing because they have a new offensive coordinator. They released... Jason Garrett from his coaching obligations uh, after an abysmal loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night. And uh, Freddie Kitchens is the man on deck now to call plays for Big Blue. But the question is, does this mean we're back in on the Giants' pass catchers? We know Saquon's going to get his touches, but you know, guys like Kimmy Galladay, Kadarius Toney sort of inconsistent. Do we feel better because there's a new play caller there now? Uh, not yet. I, I have to see it before I can fully trust these guys again. Like, I, I'll continue to roster Kadarius Tony. Saw a big volume this past week. Didn't do a whole lot with it, but the opportunity is what I care about. Kenny Galladay, I, I think you could drop this guy at this point right now. Mm. Two targets last week. Uh, Freddie Kitchens, maybe he could save the day, but there's no way I could trust him until I see it. Because remember, the last time we saw Freddie Kitchens, his offense didn't look too great either. That's sort of the thing, right? If we flash back to what he was doing with the Cleveland Browns, it was inconsistent at best. And I think you're right with the Kenny Galladay thing that that experiment, at least for this year in fantasy, is kind of over because it just it's not happening for him. Kadarius Toney is the only wide receiver that seems to be catching the football consistently. So um, I think for Giants fans, maybe you breathe a sigh of relief because things are changing and hopefully uh, getting better. But I think for us in fantasy, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm taking a wait and see attitude and I, I'm not particularly optimistic about and- it. And Freddie Kitchens, if you're watching, and Marcus, I think we know that he Of course, is. obviously, um, yes. Throw Evan Ingram the ball this week. You're playing. Please. <laughs> I mean, look, I, we may get to this in sleepers, I think, a little bit later on in the show. But, yeah, I mean, we got. Please, 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 please. All right. Uh, in Houston, the Texans uh, have cut Philip Lindsay, which is maybe a little bit of a surprise. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, he has been released. By the way, side note, Adrian Peterson also been released by the Tennessee Titans. And I know you were saying that the fantasy Twitter was rife with Philip Lindsay's going to Tennessee jokes now. Yep. Um, whatever. Uh, anyway, <laughs> back to Houston, though, with Lindsay out of the mix. Are we feeling better about... Uh, David Johnson, Rex Burkhead, anybody there in the Houston backfield? Uh, a little bit, at least for this week, because the Texans take on the Jets, who give up by far the most fantasy points to running backs. They struggle in basically every aspect against <laughs> running backs. But I had a little bit of concern. I was like, watch, last week, David Johnson and Rex Burkhead saw 15 or more touches each. This week will be Philip Lindsay getting that volume, because <laughs> for like a month, they were just alternating. Now with him out of town, it seems like the Texans have kind of settled on these two in a game that I think they could either have a lead or be in a close one. So I, I do feel more comfortable about streaming those two options this week. You know, it's... Yeah, I think that's that's the thing. They are still streams, right? Like, they're not... You're not just plugging them in at this point. So they're, they're kind yeah. of flex options. But... One less mouth to feed in that backfield I don't think is a bad thing, potentially. Um, does this mean we're locking into Deontay Foreman now with no Adrian Peterson? Uh, I think he is the lead runner of these of this backfield, but we've seen that when they're trailing, they're going to go to Jeremy McNichols or Dontrell Hilliard. It's not going to be Deontay Foreman, getting, Deontay Foreman getting all the targets or anything like that. I think I think especially with them still having wide receiver issues. I mean, Julio is gone. Uh, A.J. Brown has kind of been beat up. It just seems like that, that makes it harder for Foreman to get a whole lot of work if they have to throw the football. So um, 
two running back situations that are sort of messy uh, that we'll try to figure our way through in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, you mentioned the Jets. This might be the most Jetsest thing uh, we've seen in some time. Uh, Joe Flacco and Mike White have both been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list, so they are unavailable for this week's game against the Houston Texans. So that means Zach Wilson is back in our lives. Uh, what does this mean? Is this anything we should be you know, excited, upset about? Like, how are, how are we feeling about this now? I mean, if you would have told me a couple of weeks ago that we were going to be like – not happy that Zach Wilson is coming back. I, I would have been shocked because I'd be like, they're, they're using Josh Johnson and Mike, some guy named Mike White and Joe Flacco. And yet all of those quarterbacks have put up better numbers than Zach Wilson has this year. So am I excited? No, uh, I think Zach Wilson <laughs> is really only for two quarterback leagues if you're desperate. But for the Jets pass catchers, this is a good matchup. I would still start Elijah Moore. I think Corey Davis could be like a flex option. And then, you know, I don't love Jamison Crowder, but uh, Zach Wilson, just, just keep throwing the ball to Elijah Moore. Good things are happening. That's right. That's kind of what we want, right? At this point, just funnel the ball to the guys that we are starting, right? So throw the ball to Elijah Moore. Uh, I guess that's kind of it. <laughs> I mean, I guess Ty Johnson, for the, the people who are in deeper leagues starting Ty Johnson, that sort of thing. Throw the ball to Ty Johnson, and, and we'll be fine uh, because the Jets are pretty much out of contention for much of anything else. So just help us. Help us. Help us help you. Um, in Chicago, the Bears do play uh, – actually, they play in Detroit, but they do play on Thanksgiving Day. Andy Dalton expected to get the start at quarterback for the Bears as Justin Fields is dealing with some injured ribs. Uh, we said before that – you guys like Allen Robinson had some of their better performances with Andy Dalton. So do you feel better about guys like A-Rob, provided he's healthy, uh, about Darnell Mooney, those sort of guys? Do we feel better with Dalton starting at quarterback? Uh, this kind of sounds like a cop-out answer, but to me, it's almost like a wash. Like, Justin Fields was starting to throw the ball a little bit better. Uh, I think Andy Dalton, I mean, he's not going to take as many deep shots, but I think he'll... The targets will be the closer targets at least might be a little bit higher quality. We know he could put the ball where it has to be. I, I haven't really changed Darnell Mooney in my rankings. Uh, I don't have Robinson ranked because he's up in the air still. But uh, I think Mooney right now is like a wide receiver three. Um, that you know he comes with some volatility, but I, I think that you could start them in a good matchup against the Lions. Yeah, I mean, I, I think your point though that Justin Fields was starting to figure it out means that. Maybe there isn't any major drop-off. And certainly if Robinson doesn't play, then Mooney sees a ton of targets. Maybe the guy who gets a boost is a guy you see right there, Jimmy Graham catching the football. Because for whatever reason, Andy Dalton seems to like throwing to Jimmy Graham. I can't figure it out, but that seems to be a thing. <laughs> um, which makes me sad because I like Cole Komet as kind of a deep sleeper, but doesn't seem to be happening. Um, there's also talk that Matt Nagy could be fired after this game. Those are sort of the rumors that are swirling. Um I don't know, does this make a difference if, if, if he's out? Does it change? Maybe it changes the play calling. I don't know. It, it, might, it's, it might change the play calling. I, I don't think it could get any worse, though, because like a Bears player came out this week and was like, yeah, he started to lose the locker room last year, and he has completely lost it now. So, I, I mean, a reporter asked Matt Nagy, hey, are you going to get fired after this game? And Matt Nagy said no. I would feel really bad if he was like, yeah, I am. Like, this is it. This is my this is my swan song. I'm out after this. Could you imagine that? Like, yeah, this is uh, this is it. Like, I don't know. Do you do you like go little league style and just let the players like make the lineup and call the plays? Honestly, I if I was Matt Nagy and I knew like this is probably this is my it. last game, I would I would just do all weird things. Yeah. Because why, why not? not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? And who knows? Maybe if they work, like somebody's like, hey, let's take a chance on that guy. Who knows? Remember when we were excited about him? 
that seems like a lifetime ago. I mean, literally a lifetime ago. Um, all right. Uh, week 12, there's still two more teams on buys. We still have buys uh, all the way through week 14, I believe. Uh, so the two teams on buys, kind of big ones, uh, the Arizona Cardinals and the Kansas City Chiefs. So, that means a lot of notable players are unavailable this week. Uh, at quarterback, it's Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, your running backs, James Conner, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Daryl Williams. Your wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and Tyree Hill. And then a couple of notable tight ends, Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey. So, uh, make sure that you don't have those players in your lineup this week. All right. Up next, we got three big questions for week 12. Uh, with Thanksgiving being a day away, we have some Thanksgiving kind of themed questions there. So uh, the first one, which matchup this week are you most thankful for? Elijah Moore going up against the Houston Texans. I, I, I know we were talking about the Jets uh, last segment, but I think Elijah Moore is the one Jet that you could start fully with confidence. In his last five games, he has at least six targets in all of them, double-digit fantasy points in each. And in two of his last three games, he is top 27 fantasy points. Now he takes on a weak Houston Texans secondary that gives up a lot of fantasy points, gives up a lot of yards, 179 yards per game to receivers, the sixth most in the NFL. So I think Elijah Moore, who is Proven to be quarterback proof, I think he could have a good game to this week, and I would start him with confidence. Yeah, it's been nice to see them actually just funnel targets to him. And I know that you know a few weeks ago they said they weren't going to do anything special to get him extra looks. Maybe they're not. Maybe he's just getting open and they're finding him. But whatever, uh, I'm down with that. Uh, the matchup that I am most thankful for is Debo Samuel going against the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, Debo has been amazing. I sort of, uh, you know, I'm glad in a way, I, I, I drafted him in the Scott Fishbowl this year, mostly because I missed out on Brandon Ayuk. That's the guy that I wanted. Somebody else got there ahead of me, and so I was like, eh, all right, I guess I'll take Debo Samuel. And now he's the guy that's sort of carrying that team. But uh, this week he's got a great matchup against the Vikings, who are giving up the third most fantasy points per game to the wide receiver position. So we, we know that he can do it catching the football. We learned that he can do it running the football. We saw that last week. Uh, he had uh, more yards in that game than I think Trey Sermon has had in like a number of games combined. Uh, either way, <laughs> the, the Niners are just, they have made him the centerpiece of the offense. He is what we thought Brandon Ayuk was going to be. And now this week he gets a very, very favorable matchup in an offense that's really clicking lately uh, and, and needs to pile up some wins as they stay in the race uh, for the wild card in the NFC. So uh, I'm looking forward for the best for Debo Samuel this week. All right. Because it is Thanksgiving, and uh, a lot of us will be getting our fat on, uh, which player is going to feast this week? James Robinson. Uh, James Robinson is in a position where he gets a lot of touches each and every week, but a lot of the times the Jaguars are trailing, so later in the game they, they have to get away from the run. That might not be the case this week against an Atlanta Falcons team that has really been struggling. So not only do I think it could be a positive game script for James Robinson, it is a great matchup. The Falcons allow the fourth most fantasy points per game to running backs. We know that Robinson is going to be used near the goal line, that he's going to get a bunch of touches, that he's going to get used in the passing game. So all of that paired with this really good matchup, I, I love James Robinson this week. I just love the fact that even after, even if it took a couple of weeks, like Urban Meyer was like, hey, we have a pretty good running back. Like maybe we should use him. Uh, so that's been, that's been really nice to see. Uh, the guy that I think is going to feast this week, it's another running back. It uh, is David Montgomery for the Chicago Bears. And we talked about... Their passing game earlier with Andy Dalton expected to start and, and not sure what's going to be with uh, Allen Robinson. 
We do know David Montgomery is going to be there, and we know that he's going to get the football, and he's got an excellent matchup against the Detroit Lions, who defensively one of the worst teams in the league. They are one of the most friendly matchups when it comes to fantasy running backs. Third most fantasy points per game allowed to the position. They've given up 10 rushing touchdowns. They've also given up seven receiving touchdowns. So uh, maybe there's a chance for Montgomery to do some damage as a pass catcher as well. But regardless, uh, I expect this is going to be a game where – The Bears are going to want to be run heavy just to sort of take some of the pressure off the quarterback situation. And I think they'll be able to run it early, often, and effectively uh, against the Lions this week. So uh, I'm looking for him to to have a pretty, pretty big week. Um, Who will be in a food coma? Who's just going to be laid out on our fantasy couch, not doing anything, making us wish uh, that they weren't there? Uh, Who's going to be basically a a bust (laughs) this week? Uh, This is a guy that I believe we've seen eat a turkey drumstick. I believe so, yes. Uh, It it is Mark Ingram, Saints running back, and – Partially because he has not practiced this week. I know he's dealing with the knee injury, so that is always worrisome. But also, it is a tough matchup against the Bills. On the year, the Bills have allowed the six fewest fantasy points to running backs. But coming into last week, it was the lowest. Jonathan Taylor just exploded for five touchdowns and 50 fantasy points. Uh, If you take away that one Jonathan Taylor performance... The Bills have allowed five touchdowns to running backs all year. So they're stingy against the run, and if he's not fully healthy, maybe we can see more Tony Jones. or may, I mean, you even have to worry about him suiting up this week. So I'm very, very concerned about Mark Ingram right now. You talk about the, the touchdowns that the uh, Bills have given up on the ground. I believe of the ten touchdowns, I think it is, uh, I think eight of them have been between uh, Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. I don't think Mark Ingram is the same as those two. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, look, he and Derrick Henry went to the same college, uh, but that's about it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that, about That's it. where it ends. That's kind of where it ends. Uh, I got another running back as well. I think Josh Jacobs uh, is not going to have a, a particularly great week. The Cowboys, one of their big improvements this year has been on the defensive side of the football. And even in the game they lost last week against Kansas City, um, it wasn't like they were gashed by the Chiefs, right? We, we spent the week talking about how the Chiefs' offense is back. How everything looks like is going to be fine again. Uh, and after you know they scored kind of early, the, the Cowboys did a good job of shutting them down. They held them to 19 points. And, and I, I think they're going to have a tough time, or the Raiders are going to have a tough time, I should say, moving the football, trying to score points. And I also have a feeling they might be in a negative game script here, right? The Cowboys have spent the last few days hearing about how they only scored nine points, what's wrong with the Cowboys. And even without Amari Cooper, uh, we'll see if C.D. Lamb is there. I still think they can find a way to move the football to score points. And maybe put the Raiders in a negative game script so uh, I, I I understand you might be in a situation where you have to play Josh Jacobs we know running back is thin right now uh, but I, I don't really like his outcome uh, for this game so uh, just beware of Josh Jacobs if you are starting him yeah so, I, I mean and the thing is we always say oh why don't they throw him the ball more last week they tried seven targets he turned it into 24 yards that's why they don't throw that's him the ball more why they don't th- sometimes sometimes you just have to learn the hard way uh, why a guy <laughs> doesn't get the uh, opportunities in a certain way it's time for a break we got some game previews when we come back on the NFL fantasy football show you go into your shower feeling tired But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
right, that starts uh, our game previews. We will begin with the first of the three Thanksgiving Day games. It is the Bears at the Lions. I know this is like a long time rivalry, but on paper, like, ugh, really? <laughs> I was going to say, is it? Like, it's just not a great way to start our Thanksgiving Day. But at least there's something for us to pay attention to, right, in this one? Yeah, I, I think if you're starting anyone in this game, at least on the Bears' side, besides the running backs, let it be Darnell Mooney because Darnell Mooney last week saw 16 targets. 16. I don't care who it is. If they're getting that sort of volume, you need to start them in fantasy, especially against a defense like the Lions. I know the Lions have been hurt more by the run than the pass this year, but their secondary is not strong. It's not scary. So I think in what could be a pretty competitive game, we're going to see a lot of volume go to Darnell Mooney. I I would be looking to get him in my starting lineup. It's sort of nice. I mean, uh, you know, it took uh, two plus months. It took uh, some injuries and and what have you, but he at least last week, looked like the guy that we all thought was going to be your big breakout sleeper wide receiver this year. So that's that's sort of nice to see. Uh, next game up on the list is uh, Bills at Saints. That is the nightcap on Thursday nights. And uh, sort of echoing what you said about the, you know your guy who's going to have food coma, I just say beware of Saints running backs in general, right? We're, we're, you, know, you mentioned Mark Ingram not practicing earlier in the week. Alvin Kamara wasn't good enough to practice. So I'm not even sure who is going to be and who's going to get volume in this offense, but I don't necessarily like anybody's options here. If it's Kamara, I, I would certainly give him more of a chance than I would for Mark Ingram, but, but both of them are in a situation where it just doesn't look like it's going to be potentially very fruitful. Uh, and again, if the Bills offense wakes up like it didn't really do last week, then it could be a situation where the Saints are sort of chasing this game. So uh, I don't I don't particularly like it. Uh, just is this do the Bills get back on track just football wise? I, I think so. I, I think uh, I think they need they know they need to. They're in second place now. So I, I do think they they get back on track. I'm also wondering now that uh, the man has just signed a new contract. Will we get to see any Taysom Hill at quarterback? Man, that that's a whole subplot unto itself. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I jokingly tweeted last week uh, that he was going to somehow play himself into a contract extension while, you know, the Saints offense was stumbling around. And then like not even 24 hours after I tweeted it, uh, it's announced that he gets a contract extension. I don't understand. And there's a bonus if he becomes the starting quarterback in the next four years or something like that. I'm like, why is he not your starting quarterback now? It doesn't make sense to me. In the next four years, isn't he like 30? Like, what, what is happening? I, like, I think he's over 30. I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. This he's is, 31. This is, this is boggling my mind. It, it has derailed the podcast now because it's just <laughs> completely. I. Back to the game previews. We got the Titans and the Patriots. This is sort of a test for both of these teams, actually football-wise, right? Because the Patriots have been hot, but you can sort of make a case that they haven't played the toughest competition. The Titans uh, seem to beat the really good teams and lose to the bad teams. So whether they win or lose might tell us if the Patriots are good or bad. I have no idea. But uh, (laughs) fantasy-wise, what is important for this one? I I think, yeah... They beat the Bills, tight, uh, Rams, all these good teams, and they're going to lose this week. I don't know. But <laughs> I think you should sit Ryan Tannehill in this one. Ryan Tannehill coming into the year was super consistent with the Titans. He has not been this year. He's only top 20 fantasy points twice. More often than not, he's less than 15 fantasy points. And then you couple that with the fact that the Patriots are the second-best defense against quarterbacks, at least in fantasy. Uh, so... 
the tough matchup, him not playing great, and the fact that I think Bill Belichick is going to be like, let them try to run with Deontay Foreman and all those other guys. We just need to stop Ryan Tannehill to A.J. Brown, and that's it. So I, I do not love Tannehill this week. I, I would stay away from Tannehill as well. I just I don't like the matchup and the fact that you know they their offense is just sputtering. I mean, it's, it's hard to lose that many pieces and not have it have problems. So uh, maybe not all on Tannehill, but doesn't mean you got to play him. Uh, Buccaneers at the Colts. I think you're definitely starting Michael Pittman in this one. Uh, the Giants might not have tried to challenge the Buccaneers secondary, but I do think the Colts are going to be a little bit more savvy than that. Uh, that has been repeatedly, we've said all year long, the one place that the Bucs are maybe the most vulnerable. They have started a ton of people in their secondary because of injuries. Pittman in the midst of a, a pretty good breakout season as well. He is by far the number one option in the Indianapolis passing game. And if they are going to stay in this game, if they are going to challenge Tampa at all, it's going to be because they push the ball downfield. So this feels like uh, a really good opportunity, especially last week. We knew Pittman was not going to have a good game against Buffalo. That wasn't a surprise. This feels like a chance for him to sort of bounce back a little bit. Uh, Let's go. Rams and the Packers next up. This one on paper looks like maybe one of the best games of the week. Uh, You know, we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers and Maybe he's got COVID toe now. We'll see. Uh, I mean, that seems to be the thing, right? That he's got COVID toe. Uh, which, by the way, he spent a lot of time talking about his toe situation, but somehow wouldn't talk about his vaccination situation because that was like a HIPAA violation. But did did he? He didn't contact our podcast. Did he contact another podcast on how to treat this toe? Uh, you know, he might have. He might have. Like, you know, <laughs> all I know is that fear is not a factor for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, anyway, fantasy wise, we're gonna we're totally gonna get banned. Whatever. Uh, fantasy wise, what are we doing with Rams Packers? Uh, this one has a lot of obvious, like straightforward starts. But besides the obvious guys, I think MVS is a sleeper. Marquez Valdez Scantling last week saw. 10 targets, a team high. Uh, He caught four of them for 123 yards, but we know that he has downfield abilities. He could stretch the fields with the best of them. 10 targets, though, that is significant. Volume like that shouldn't be ignored, especially in a matchup like this, Marcus, because I know they don't typically shadow with Jalen Ramsey, but if you're looking at the Packers, you're like, Devontae Adams is the one player we need to stop in the passing game, so I think they're going to try to throw everything his way to slow him down which means more volume to go the other side to MVS, I think. I hope so. Uh, it's been it's so hard trying to find a non Devonte Adams Packer wide yeah. receiver to start because you don't know if it's MVS, if it's Alan Lazard. Um, I guess we're past the days of Jeff Janis being a thing. But, <laughs> you know him back in the day too. We'll see. Uh, Steelers at the Bengals, which uh, has some interesting implications in the AFC North. You got a lot of teams bunched up in that division, uh, fighting for a playoff spot. So we'll see how that actually impacts the standings. But for fantasy, Najee Harris is an absolute must start, and maybe I'm. You know, preaching to the choir at this point because he's having a very good season. I feel like we haven't really talked about him a lot lately. So this is a chance to sort of remedy that. Uh, Harris right now is your RB for this season. Uh, there's a very good chance. Uh, actually, he's ten, a tenth of a point behind Derrick Henry. So unless something goes completely haywire this week, he will at least be your RB3 by the time the weekend is over. And on top of it, the Bengals have really struggled against running games. Uh, you know, I know they're going to try to push the football with Ben Roethlisberger, but still, their most effective offense has been putting the ball in Najee Harris's hands. So uh, maybe you are in some situation where you have a ton of running backs and you're deciding between them. If you are, Najee Harris should be a no-brainer must-start this week against Cincinnati. Yeah, he's amazing. He's been great pretty much all year long. Um, 
we have to, is he is he your fantasy rookie of the year? I mean, I know we like Jamar Chase has been splashy, but I feel like Harris has been more consistent. I I think so. Yeah. I I, I know New England will make the case for for Mac Jones, but that right. is not a thing in fantasy. Not in fantasy. It's between those two. I I, I think I would lean Najee Harris. Yeah. I mean, I think a few weeks ago it was Jamar Chase because he was just it was just so flashy, man. Like yeah. big plays and stuff, but just week to week consistency. I think Najee has him beat there. Uh, all right, Chargers at the Broncos, which I. Look, I guess the Broncos are in it in the AFC West, but it just doesn't feel like they're in it in the yeah, AFC West. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the Chiefs playing more like the Chiefs as yeah. late. Uh, but the Chargers are very much so yes. in that race. And in this game, though, for fantasy, I think you could start Melvin Gordon. He he gets double-digit touches every single game this year. One of uh, three running backs, I believe, who could say that. The other is Javante Williams, his teammate. So those two kind of do share all the volume there. But it is Melvin Gordon that gets the usage near the goal line. Uh, we know that he is going to consistently get some targets out of the passing game. And the Chargers allow the most rushing yards per game in the NFL this year. So I think the Broncos know that they got to try to limit Justin Herbert and the high-powered Chargers offense. And by doing that, you could control the clock and run the ball more. So I'm expecting a pretty good day for Melvin Gordon here. I do like the fact that we're just like leaning into Melvin Gordon now, right? Like we we spent however many weeks kind of fighting against the tide and trying to get Javante Williams in there. And look, don't don't take this as me saying Javante Williams is bad and needs to be dropped. I still think he's good and he's very productive. But at some point, we just have to accept the facts that Melvin Gordon is not going away. So let's lean into it a little bit. And this is a good matchup to, uh, to sort of lean into it with. Uh, by the way, if you want more starts and sits... Uh, well, you missed the show because it, it already aired uh, a little bit earlier. <laughs> it came a day early than it normally does. But normally you can find the Start Sit show on uh, Thursdays, usually uh, with Kimmy Checks, Adam Rank, and Michael F. Florio and Money Guns and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but here's the thing. Even if you didn't catch it live, you can catch it on demand in all the normal places, the NFL Fantasy app, the NFL app, NFL.com, and on YouTube. So we get it. Maybe you didn't see it at its, uh, you know, because it's not at its normal time, but that doesn't mean you can't catch it uh, at some point during the week. Please watch it because I'm hosted. I yes. hosted this week. Yes. So, so please watch it. Please. Please watch <laughs> the show because Florio uh, killed it doing a hosting job there along with Adam Rank. All right. That gets us to another break. Uh, we're going to step away for just a little bit. When we come back, we're going to take a closer look at a couple guys from our pack of Panini cards and continue along with our game previews on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey, let's talk some Cowboys and Raiders, shall we? Specifically, let's talk about Dak Prescott. Uh, normally, he's Dak. Last week, he played like rain, um, <laughs> which was not a good thing for the Cowboys. But generally speaking, it's been a good season for Dak Prescott. Uh, I think he's had a couple of bad games in there, but generally, he's getting you about 20 points a week. He is looking like the quarterback that you probably spent the high pick on. So let's spin it ahead to next season. If we were drafting today or whenever drafts start to happen next year, uh, where does he rank among quarterbacks for you? So coming into this year, he was my QB5, and I think at best he would be QB5. Like, I'm definitely taking Patrick Mahomes still, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen over him. Then I think 
Dak is in a discussion where it's like Dak or Justin Herbert. Dak or uh, Jalen Hurts, I think, has earned his way into that conversation. Uh, Stafford and Rodgers, who are getting up there in age. Brady. So I think he'll be in that secondary tier for me. I would probably have him five or six. I would be debating between him and Justin Herbert. Um but yeah, it, it hasn't been the type of year that I was hoping for for Dak Prescott. Yeah, I mean, I think I was I was hoping he would be more, you know, would give you numbers closer to a QB two or three. Uh, like I said, missing a game, having two really bad games have, have hurt him a little bit. And I think five seems reasonable because the, the four names you listed, uh, I think you can make a strong case to take ahead of Dak Prescott. But, uh, you know, I still think, look, if you are... If you are inclined to draft a quarterback sort of in the middle rounds, if you're not going to reach in, say, the third or fourth round for a Mahomes or a Josh Allen, if you want to wait till say, the you know, seventh, eighth round, I think Dak will be a very good option for you uh, at, that, at that value draft price point uh, at this point. Uh, Vikings at the 49ers, and Justin Jefferson continuing to have just another phenomenal season. Um, so I, I had the good pleasure to be on the Front Yard Fantasy podcast uh, earlier in the week, and uh, they do a lot of fun things with like polling and, and you know, trying to take public opinion. And one of the questions they asked, now mind you, I had written this rundown before I went on the show, so it wasn't like I'm cribbing off their notes or anything, but it just sort of, it sort of popped up. If you're looking for a dynasty wide receiver one to build your dynasty team around, is it Justin Jefferson or is it going to be Jamar Chase? Uh, both. I I think this is literally a coin flip of a question because Chase is 21, Jefferson is 22. They're both balling out, looking great. Uh, The only reason I'll slight lean towards Jamar Chase is he's a little bit younger, but more so because he has his quarterback for hopefully the next decade or so already. So I'm thinking... Uh, Chase and Burrow, we don't know the future holds exactly for Cousins in Minnesota, so that's why I lean with Jamar Chase, but I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I don't think so either. I mean, I would probably lean toward Chase, mostly because of what you said about the quarterback situation, that we know Joe Burrow is locked in, but what's hard to deny about Justin Jefferson is just the sheer production he is putting up. I mean, every time you see some big accomplishment, the name that he's right alongside is Randy Moss. Yeah. You know, and like last year when he did it, you were kind of like, all right, well, it was one thing, it was one year, whatever. And he keeps putting up these numbers and he keeps getting these comparisons to Randy Moss. And at some point it becomes hard to ignore that. So uh, I think, I think when you're talking about dynasty leagues, these are the two guys that are going to be, place next to each other in terms of the top wide receiver. And I, I think you're you're right. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. It just at some point sort of boils down to your personal preference more than anything. Yeah. And last year, I mean, you talk about uh, Justin Jefferson and Randy Moss, 1,400 yards, a rookie record through six. If you, if he sticks to this pace, Jamar Chase 16-game pace right now is 1,387. So basically neck and neck. <laughs> the only thing I'll say, 13 touchdowns he's on pace for. Yeah. Jefferson only had seven, but still, you, you can't go wrong. And these two were college teammates. Yep. College teammates, I mean, with Joe Burrow. I mean, look, they won a national championship. So. That's <laughs> greatest offense. I, I'm not a college football expert, but that has to be. That's one of them. Yeah, I mean, they were they were insane with what they were able to do together. Uh, so, and look, Jefferson and Chase and Burrow to an extent, they've continued that on into the NFL as well. So, uh, props to them for that. Uh, all right, that gets us back to our game previews. We continue along. Uh, Eagles and the Giants. Uh, again, like, I guess the Eagles aren't playing bad. The Giants just don't excite me at yeah. all. But there's at least one Giant that we should keep an eye out, right? 
I, I would be looking to stream Evan Ingram if I'm in need of a tight end this week. And when I wrote the waiver wire column this week, I was like, look, Evan Ingram hasn't even played yet because the article comes out Monday morning. They played Monday night. I was like, it doesn't matter. As long as he finishes the game healthy, I will be interested <laughs> in him next week because the Eagles allow by far the most fantasy points per game to tight ends, and they've been struggling even more as of late. We saw Adam Troutman last week have 17 fantasy points against them since week seven. Nick Vanette is the only tight end to see a target and not score double-digit fantasy points against the Eagles. So, Evan Ingram and the Giants, if you can't get it done this week, I will never trust you again. I put him in the sleepers column this week for the I don't know how many times it's been and every time he has burned me. But I'm going back to the well, less because of Evan Ingram and more because of the Eagles. Just because they seem to have tight end blindness. Like, I don't understand it, but we're going to try to take advantage of it. If it doesn't happen this week, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done with Evan Ingram if he can't get it done this week uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Falcons at the Jaguars. I know this seems like a gross matchup, but styles make fights. And between these two teams sort of not being great, it might end up being sort of an entertaining game. But I will also tell you that this feels like a week that we can go back to the Marvin Jones well. And I know it's been a while. Uh, the, the, the production we saw early in the season has evaporated in the last month or so. But this is a team that now is, is looking for more pass-catching help. Uh, you know, I also put LaVisca Chenault in here because with no Jamal Agnew, Chenault possibly slides back into the slot uh, and, and gets some opportunity there. But they're going to need to push the ball downfield. They've got to get this passing game opened up. It helps James Robinson. It helps everybody. And part of that means getting more Marvin Jones involved down the field. This is a good matchup to do it in. The Falcons have been very generous to wide receivers. So this just feels like a chance for Marvin Jones to sort of uh, bounce back and come back to our lives this week. And I saw somewhere on Twitter, I forget who tweeted it, like, Bird teams versus cat teams in NFL history are like a 500 record against each other. So this is a this is a pretty big matchup. For that. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We, we have to keep the, the bird cat matchup. I had no idea somebody was tracking. Of course, somebody's tracking it, right? Everything, everything. <laughs> uh, Panthers at Dolphins, which is a cat versus a fish. Uh, I would think, you know, theoretically, the the fish would be in trouble here, but who knows? Uh, so, where are we? What are we doing with this one, fantasy wise? I'm starting Cam Newton in this game. Cam Newton last week made his first start, and we heard rumors that oh, maybe PJ Walker sees the field as well. It didn't matter. Cam Newton scored 26 fantasy points. He gave us two passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. He now has three passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns in the little bit of time that we have seen him. Plus, the Dolphins just give up a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks. They've given up the fifth most. On on the year uh, so a favorable matchup and I, I still expect Cam to keep running especially near the goal line so I'm starting him he's my QB six on the week right now uh, look I mean I know, the, you know they didn't win last week but he has been good at least you know as good as we could expect coming back after having a lot of rust uh, had the, the two touchdowns in week one threw a nice touchdown pass to, to uh, Christian McCaffrey last week so uh, yeah, I could definitely get down with uh, with starting Cam Newton to stream him. Maybe you don't have Kyler or uh, Mahomes this week. Cam Newton's a, a pretty good option for you. All right, let's finish up our game previews for the week. Jets and the Texans. Uh, again, another game that might end up being weirdly entertaining because both these teams are not very good. Uh, I will say this. Start Tyrod Taylor. Uh, it was great to see him come back last week, have a couple of rushing touchdowns, sort of reminded us who he is and what he can do, even in an offense that doesn't really excite us a whole lot. Uh, I think for a lot of folks, maybe the it would be better if he gets Brandon Cooks a little bit more involved than what we saw last week. Yeah. Uh, but look, we have been targeting the Jets pretty much all year long. I don't see any reason to change that. So if you're looking to stream a quarterback or certainly if you're in a two quarterback league, 
Uh, Tyron Taylor is a, a good option to get in your lineup this week. I'm starting him in more leagues than I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we are. I mean, this is what happens when we get to week 12 and people are beat up and you have buys. Uh, these are the decisions we have to make. Look, uh, our, our friend and producer, uh, Hytham Kalani, hit me up. Uh, I think he was starting. He was like having to choose between Tim Boyle oh. and uh, some other like awful backup quarterback last week. Oh, that is yeah. that is rough. It was pretty miserable. He like texted me like in a panic on Sunday morning, like, "What do I do?" And I'm like, uh, "Not Tim Boyle." Pray, like I don't know, because <laughs> your options aren't good, pal. Uh, all right, uh, last one: Sunday night football, Browns and the Ravens. Uh, I guess the, the the battle of the Browns, right? Because the the Ravens are the old Browns, and then the Browns are the current Browns. So it's like Browns versus Browns. Either way, uh, what are we doing for this one? I think you could start Rashad Bateman here. And listen, I know I said the other day, oh, it's going to be Rashad Bateman week in week 11. Well, then Lamar Jackson didn't play, and that changed everything. But as long as Lamar Jackson plays this week, and I, I am expecting him to, I, I think Bateman is a strong option. He was getting eight targets a game the last couple of weeks with Lamar. Um, he's shown us that he's had a safe floor. We haven't seen the upside quite yet. But I think in a matchup like this, the Browns secondary doesn't scare me. So I think uh, we could see a good day for Bateman here. That was the other option that Hytham presented me with. It was Tim Boyler, Tyler Huntley. That was uh, – <laughs> he was in a two-quarterback league. He was, I was like, yeah, apparently – Probably Huntley. He can run a little, a little bit at least. He can run a little bit. Uh, Neither one of those are great options. This is what happens when you're up against it in a two QB league and your quarterback suddenly, you know, gets some bubble guts on Sunday morning and can't (laughs) play. Uh, This leads us to our Week Twelve sleepers. We each got a pair. Uh, Go for it. Mine is uh, it's a little duo, but it is the Texans running backs, David Johnson and Rex Burkhead. I I think both could be streamable options this week. They both saw 15 or more touches in a game last week where the Texans were playing with the lead. I think this could be either a close game or potentially a game where the Texans have a lead again. I prefer David Johnson because he'll see pass game usage, but uh, I've had a couple of spots where I've missed out on him and I've just pivoted to Rex Burkhead because the Jets are that bad against running backs. I mean, again, look, we're talking Tyrod Taylor. We're talking the, the running backs. Uh, again, hopefully uh, Brandon Cooks is a little bit more involved. Look, I even made a case somewhere that maybe Chris Conley has some deep sleeper value. This is this is how we think about the Jets, uh, Jets defense right now. Uh, I would say Kendrick Bourne has some sleeper potential for the New England Patriots this week. Uh, the Titans have improved defensively, but they're still giving up a lot of points and a lot of yards to, uh, to wide receivers. And for all the excitement about Jacoby Myers scoring his first NFL touchdown, and certainly congratulations to that, Kendrick Bourne over the last month has actually had more catches and more yards uh, than Jacoby Myers. So I don't know that you can crown a true wide receiver one in the Patriots offense, but Bourne is getting opportunities, uh, and this feels like a a situation for him to to have some nice sleeper value, to be a nice flex play. Uh, The ceiling is kind of low on all the Patriots wide receivers just because of of how their passing game is, but but Bourne, I think, has some some potential to make some plays this week. Uh, All right, uh, who else do you have uh, with some sleeper potential? Another RB duo in the same game, Ty Johnson and (laughs) Tevin Coleman. There's no Michael Carter this week. Unfortunately, he's out with an ankle injury. Uh, So I think in a good matchup, the Jets two guys are in play. I would prefer Ty Johnson just because he's been the more consistent running back used as the backup behind Michael Carter all year. But if you're going a little bit deeper... Tevin Coleman got did have more work last week. So against the Texans who give up like 
almost 150 yards per game to running backs. I think uh, these two are streamable options this week. All right, I'll go with that too. I mean, I know we like Ty Johnson because he catches the football especially. Uh, I'm also going to finish this out with Austin Hooper, and he's a guy that I don't think we've talked about at all this year, uh, and I get it. He's splitting time with David Njoku. Uh, the, the Browns passing game is inconsistent, but I like the matchup against the Ravens. They are not the worst team against tight ends, but they're certainly roaming the neighborhood. Uh, they were once kind of competing with Philadelphia for that, that title, and the Eagles have surged ahead uh, in their tight end coverage ineptitude. Uh, but I think this is an opportunity if Baker Mayfield continues to struggle to get the ball to his wide receivers, which he has for a while now, uh, then he's got to go somewhere with it. And uh, I think Austin Hooper has some nice potential. Uh, And again, streaming tight ends, you just want a touchdown. And uh, maybe Austin Hooper can kind of get you one. You see, nine nine or more fantasy points in back-to-back games. Uh, Maybe he can make it three in a row, which would make for a, a pretty good week. For uh, for Baker or for uh, Austin Hoop. More usage without Odell. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. Um, all right, so that'll pretty much wrap it up. I will say this. Uh, anything, because, you know, it is Thanksgiving, anything you would like to tell folks that you are thankful for at this point? Uh, well, I'm thankful for getting to host this podcast, getting to do it with you every single week, uh, getting basically everything at work. I, I Every day I'm like, oh, wow, I get to do this for, for a job. That is awesome. Uh, and just happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I'll give a Nicoletta shout out. I'm very thankful for her as yep. well. Um, and, yeah, just happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you enjoy football and food and family and all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, thankful for uh, definitely the, the, my wife and kid. Uh, certainly love them, appreciate them, glad they're around. Uh, thankful for everybody here, man. Because uh, you know we've been building this show for a while now, and it has only grown and gotten better. So uh, thankful for all the specialists over there. We appreciate you. We love you, Justin uh, Hytham, who I know hasn't been here, but uh, we certainly love you and appreciate you. We miss you, and uh, I know you are up to your neck in diapers. So uh, we look forward to you getting back here, so you can deal with our crap instead of your kids' crap. Uh, but also <laughs> thankful for all of you out there who listen to the show, who watch the show, who engage with us on whatever platform it is. Because uh, if it weren't for all you, we would just be sitting in a room talking to ourselves. So uh, we're certainly grateful and thankful for all of that. You you were much better at that than I was, but I, I agree with that. <laughs> so, uh, again, hopefully you enjoy. Oh, by the way, I guess I should say we, we have more sleepers for you. You can check out my column at NFL.com slash sleepers. You can check out NFL fan, or Sunday Fantasy Game Day uh, with myself and Florio and Kimmy and Adam Rank. That uh, kicks off at noon Eastern as well. You know all the places uh, that you can watch that show. In the meantime, that is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, an optimist is a person who starts a new diet on Thanksgiving Day. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Get vaccinated. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we will see you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungle's closing in? You crave wide-open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, Land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to Land.com, find your open space, and get out there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.